40 lessons. A big part of my story is my uh, my journey with, with my daddy. And I think as I start to understand more of who he was in his life and his challenges, the things he had to overcome, it gives me a better a better framework for dealing with the trauma of, of having a daddy who was who was inconsistent, who was drawn away by his addictions and and just consumed by them. And so my uh, my parents made decisions about where we were going to live based upon their desire for me to have a much better outcome than theirs. So we grew up in a sharecropping family. Um, we started there. And the decision about going to school was, was um, you know, you had to either work in the field or you went to school. And so you had to uh, negotiate between those two. And so when they were young, they left and went to New York and eventually got over to Jersey. And then I'm born. And we picked a neighborhood after starting out in Linden. We picked another neighborhood um, called Hazlitt and all white. I was the only black child in my school. And so we we purposely made decisions and sacrificed so much for me to have access to a good education. And so understanding my my dad's place where he's he's judged so much for who he is, what he looks like, and to be a black man navigating through all of that. He chose to navigate and to cope by by drinking and doing drugs and filling his life with things that would just numb him. And that took him away from home. And so he wasn't around. There were days where I looked for him and he wasn't there. When I looked for him to pick me up and he didn't. And that hurts. And that's hard for a child to understand. It's hard for a child to understand going to the police precinct two o'clock in the morning to pick up your daddy and to bail him out of jail. It's hard to understand when you get home and daddy has the keys to the house and you can't get in the house. And so you sit in the car and you leave the car running. So you stay warm. So my, my childhood is filled with these, um, these memories of him that are hard, but I loved him. And so being abandoned by him before he died and feeling loss from not having my daddy around before he even passed away was a heavy burden to bear. And it wasn't mine alone. My, my mother had to bear the burden of living with a man, taking care of a man that was inconsistent for her. But I'm, I'm amazed by her decision to stay in a relationship and to care for a man who was so needy. He, so what happened, my, my, my daddy got, he got sick. And so the years of alcohol and drugs and smoking and all these, all these bad behaviors, uh, he ended up developing cancer. And cancer spread through his body. He ended up with a brain tumor, and that's what ultimately ultimately killed him. But I remember the last six, seven years of his life, he was he was consistently sick, and it was kind of issue after issue. And so he was so dependent on my mother to to care for him. And in his last his last months, he was he was regretful. He was looking back over his life, over the decisions that he made, and. Um, the conversation he and I had as I sat in his lap was him asking me to promise to just never be like him and to not follow his example. My eight-year-old mind couldn't understand it, but my 30-year-old mind could. And so as a grown man missing his daddy, missing the presence of, of a man in his life that knew him like a daddy knows his son, I felt that very deeply and remembered the promise that I made to him.
And so as I had to navigate through being a daddy to my daughter and looking at the time I spent with her, the time I did not spend with her because of what was happening with her mother and I, I struggled. I struggled to view myself correctly. I struggled to understand that I'm not him and that I wasn't fulfilling some some curse that was on my on my family. So forgiveness, forgiveness was my way out. Forgiveness and understanding him was my way to freedom. To forgive him for for leaving, to forgive him for not choosing mommy and me, for not coming home, for not being available, for not listening to me, for not holding me, for not nurturing me and protecting me. I forgave him and tried to understand what it's like when things are hard and you cope and you deal and you make poor choices about what you're going to fill up your life with. And when you choose the things to try and satisfy and they don't and they actually destroy you. I can relate to that. I can relate to making poor choices. I can relate to choosing things that aren't good for me because I've done it. (laughs) I've made those poor choices and understanding that that's exactly what my daddy was doing. Freed me. And and, And it really made me love him more. And so as I stood at his grave, I went to the mausoleum and I said, Daddy, I forgive you. I forgive you for what you did. And I love you. That opened me up. It opened me up to receive love in a way I had never done before. It opened me up to give love in a way I had never done before. And so for any of you that are that are feeling stuck because you're you're holding on to what happened in your family. The abuse you received, the words that you were told, the the, the things that left you feeling unfulfilled and unwanted. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is is our way out. It frees us. It frees us to be open to what's available to us, to be open to connect with people in a deep way, to be open to what God has for us, to be open to what others have for us and not be closed off, to not keep our heart hard to protect ourselves from never being hurt again. You think about the vows that we make to ourselves that I will never do this. I'll never put myself in this particular circumstance. I'll never open myself up to this. We make those vows to protect ourselves, to shield ourselves. But forgiveness frees us. It frees us and opens us up to receive something good and something wonderful and something amazing. And so that's my hope for you, that you would forgive and open yourself up to the possibility of what could come into your life. As always, I want you to take care of yourself and for all of you to take care of each other. And we'll talk more next time. Thank you for listening. My name is Todd B. Waldo. This is 40 Lessons. Take care.